1: like uh it's because you started doing a podcast oh you developed just a little bit npr voice
0: oh that bums me out (laughs) so many so many so many damn books hello everybody and welcome to so many damn books i'm christopher i'm drew and we are so excited that you're here we are excited to welcome you or maybe you're welcoming us into your 2018 Yeah, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year to you, Drew. I haven't seen you since last year. Indeed. It's good to see you. You doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing fine. Nice. Still have your eyes in your sockets? Yes. Still able to read your books? Yes. Then I think we're all set. Yeah, then what what else? I have the same thing. What else do you need? Nothing. No. For those of you who are just joining us... This is the podcast that celebrates books and reading. Uh, We usually have an author guest, not this week, it's just us refreshing ourselves with you. Mm -hmm. And if you are feeling like you're starting your year and you're trying to get it off right, we do have a Patreon and um, it's something that you can sign up for and get some extra stuff where we give uh, little show notes, little write-ups about what happened behind the scenes, as well as at certain Payment levels. You can recommend books for us to recommend on the show, and uh, at certain certain payment levels,
1: we'll send you stuff.
0: Yeah, like this last year, we sent everybody who was a subscriber a um, the things to some of the things to make a so many damn books cocktail because mm-hmm. that's one other part of the show that we do. Except uh, sometimes. Again, sometimes we're in uh, Drew is in uh, Drynuary. Yes, and I am following along <laughs> and uh, for this and yeah it's uh, it's something fun that we do the drink uh, uh-huh. where I make a drink uh, inspired by the book that we read
1: and you can find all of those you can find uh, reading lists of everything that we talked about in any given episode at our website so many damn books dot
0: com mm-hmm. so please so that's housekeeping right? yeah that's housekeeping uh, To so to sum up patreon.com slash smdb uh go to there and support us if you'd like uh review us on itunes please we really Mm -hmm. really appreciate that especially when it's five stars and it's nice things that you write (laughs) um also we really like when you guys go and check out the website because we do put all of the book lists everything that we mentioned in the show yeah on, on each episode's page.
1: And listen, if we got something wrong, if we said something you didn't like, email us, tweet at us. It's all so many damn books.
0: Yep. Let's do our old standby. Why don't we? Why don't we do, uh, What Did You Buy?
1: Yeah, play those hits again. What do, what
0: do, what do, what do you buy? you you buy? Drew, what did you buy?
1: I am going to take a second chance on Allie Smith. Um, I read the accidental a long time ago and I did not love that book, but she has this seasonal quartet that she's writing one book titled each season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw a two for one deal and I picked up autumn and winter. The first two, um, I've heard great things about both winter just got like a really groovy review in the New York times. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm willing to give it a chance. You know, Do how you... I love the seasons.
0: I know you love seasonal things, do you know what they're about at all?
1: I know that they are not um, they're not a quartet in the sense that like characters recur and and plot points develop over the course of four. They are more meditative from what I understand, but not like the canals guard
0: winter yeah Yeah, where
1: those are literally his meditations this is like
0: making sure that characters are walking out and being like ah i see it's autumn yes it is autumn the leaves have changed
1: it's like autumn apparently sounds like a young person and an old person like talking to each other and that relationship okay
0: winter i think
1: might have some kind of like murder mystery ghost story situation i'm kind of excited to also go in and know like okay this season i know what that's like Let's see what happens. (laughs) All right, (laughs) I'll report back.
0: Uh, Yeah, okay. (laughs) Please do. How about you? Um, You know, I uh, I was at my parents in Southern California, uh, which meant that the bookstore in town, in their suburbia, is uh, a Barnes Noble, Mm. and I went and checked out. uh, They have they have some really cool just barnes noble editions, those leather bound like oh, gorgeous sure. yeah those and look- they put them on crazy sale um nice. at, after the holidays and i bought um the blue the blue fairy book by andrew lang Ooh. um which is there were these there's actually a few colors uh of the fairy books and it's all collections of fairy tales rewritten by this guy cool and um yeah, they're great. And and this was so beautiful. It's you know, that blue leather cover and it's got silver gilt pages and all the illustrations are full color. Wow. And, and it was you know, like ridiculous, like 10 bucks. Cool. Yeah, awesome. Really neat. And right. I, I love I I'll love a fairy a tale collection. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So uh so that's what I got. Nice. Okay, so let's celebrate 2017, a difficult year in many ways, but there was some fun book. There written. were
1: some, there were some really fun books. Thank uh, goodness. Many of the high points of my year involved reading. Right. Uh, which is not always true. Um, so how do how should we do this? Should we do this like we did it last year? I like that top six idea. We'll pick we'll pick four that are sort of joint. We both loved these, mm-hmm. and then we'll add one individual. Uh, and again, these are not meant to be the best books of 2017.
0: They're sure. our best books. Yeah, they were, they're were. our favorites. And we're trying to somewhat add to the lists that are maybe out there already. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, let's just start with um, one of our early favorites of the year, um, Victor Laval's Changeling. Yes. What a novel.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think it's his best yet.
0: It is his best. Um I actually haven't read anything else, so I can't but I'm just gonna <laughs> say that I chose correctly for where I started with Victor Laval. And it's a very interesting story about a um about a a a young Brooklyn couple who um who become pregnant and have a have a child and then the mom sort of goes crazy. Yeah. And to me it had the sort of um best cut to because mm-hmm. um there's this the novel sort of bifurcates <laughs> on this one insane um happenstance yeah uh that the mother commits um and then it cuts six months into the future and you know he's in jail and she's disappeared and it's it's just like really it's so it's so crazy because you really feel like you were reading one book and then it completely and utterly changes Mm -hmm.
1: i think it was uh not only my favorite fairy tale of 2017 but in a long time just the structure of it felt like the the way that you feel reading a fairy story when you were a kid
0: yeah well and also it to me it sort of takes place very close to if not in the same universe but very close to the magician's love grossman universe oh yeah okay where it's like close magic but like you know like it's not necessarily all gonna come down uh, uh-huh. as as magical like th- things have real world implications as much as they have magical world implications yeah absolutely so that was why I just I loved it and I completely got lost in it.
1: Yeah, it was great. I remember you, uh, you read it and you could not stop, like texting me, and be like, "This book is amazing." Yeah, yeah.
0: I love when a book that you have to tell somebody.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
0: Um, so that's uh, that's. I mean, these aren't in any order. So yeah. That's that's one.
1: I think that was true for me with a guest of the show Alyssa Nutting's Made for Love. Oh, that yes. book I just was like. Hey, anybody, I just finished this. I got to tell you about this book.
0: Well, it's an amazing... I mean, so that one is about two separate characters. One mm-hmm. is a um, a woman who is with sort of a Google type guy, like head of Google type of guy. And he wanted to put a chip in her brain so that they could think simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she ran away. And we're following her as she runs away from him, even though she can't really run away from someone who has that much surveillance control over her and then the other character is this guy who is a a gigolo basically
1: yeah he's like he's a kept man uh uh-huh uh and really it's better to not say anything else about him
0: true um those of you who have read it will know why Mm mm-hmm um but if you haven't this is like it's so crazy it's so gonzo and nuts Mm -hmm. um and to me it just had the absolute best i mean I don't know what other book would even try, but best uh dolphin theft sequence <laughs> I've ever read um I mean for me, that book really was
1: probably uh the first book since her previous book, Tampa, that made me several times throughout the book go out loud wherever I was, what the fuck. <laughs> and yeah. then like dive right back into it i did that on the train a couple of times and people were like oh. and mm-hmm. i was just like it's a good book
0: <laughs> and she was a great guest um if you want to have fun go and listen to her episode of our show yeah um okay book number three book number three i'm going to say was another guest of the show actually because we were really um i'm gonna use the word blessed last year <laughs> um with fantastic guests and uh That was, of course, Julie Bunton with her novel Marlena, um, which is a great sort of toxic female friendship novel Mm -hmm. about just two friends and you're following the one friend as she remembers their sort of tempestuous friendship in high school.
1: Yeah, I really loved reading that book.
0: Um, Yeah, it has so many awesome parts to it. And it was just like, it was emotional but it didn't like it wasn't like to devastate you it was to like Mm -hmm. it was to do more i don't know i i was i'm impressed by the amount of emotion and drama melodrama almost of that novel that (laughs) like steered clear of being true melodrama and just felt deeply felt and real right
1: it also has the best in book reading list i've maybe
0: ever encountered yeah actually for sure best outlander shout out (laughs) i've read in a long time yeah yeah great book Thank you, Julie, also for coming on the show. Yeah. Another fun episode to have to go back and listen to. Um you uh, Sure. You want to throw the, another our I'll fourth one um, on the board. John
1: Hodgman's Vacation Land.
0: Uh, John Hodgman.
1: It was such an unexpected joy of a book because it was way more complicated than I thought it was going to be.
0: Well, but. it was so long awaited. I mean, um mm-hmm. the the final book in his trilogy. All that is all uh, came back came out years ago. Um, yeah, it's been a really long time since we've heard a novel length anything from John Hodgman. I mean, it's not like the man's not busy, right? Um, he does a million different little things, but I was waiting for another book for him from him, weren't you?
1: Oh, absolutely. And this one, the the stories in it are amazing, but it also it contains one of the best essays that I think I read last year. Uh, thin as the skin of my people mm-hmm. And it just The the book becomes this really Unexpected and poignant um, Mea culpa Like right. on behalf of Straight white men in particular
0: Well yeah and he's like I, I know that I have a, a um, Platform mm-hmm. And I have a voice Do I actually use it At this point I yeah. don't know And like Him sussing that out is a great read mm-hmm. um, and it's also like it is it is way less serious than it sounds like we're talking about um yeah it's very funny there's this great i mean it's a there's a great essay in it that i don't really want to tell you what is going on in the essay because the reveal near the end that he was just really high the whole time <laughs> takes that whole story and makes it even crazier
1: yeah um yeah and that one that yeah that book is just like if you need to laugh that book will take care of you
0: Yes, it will, and it, I mean it's also a great place to meet John Hodgman too. Yes, um, for sure. I think that could be your first John Hodgman book. And God, what a beautiful book! Mm-hmm. Just a just a nice one. Yeah, nice book.
1: Uh, speaking of nice books, do you want to give your? Oh yeah, nice my book-
0: one. Yeah, my one choice. Mm-hmm. You read this too. I don't think, but I don't think you loved it as much as I did. But I, maybe you did. Um, Tamara Shopson's arbitrary stupid goal. Oh, I did love that book. I
1: definitely loved that book. Yeah,
0: I, it, I think it nearly made it into our top four, but it's just, I was not. I I don't know what I was really thinking that book was going to be. I think it promises to be like a restaurant memoir, of like growing up.
1: Right of her growing up in in one a of diner. The more famous restaurants in yeah, New York,
0: dinerish sort of restaurant, um, and it's just it just completely blew me away because it, yeah, it is about the restaurant, but it's really also about the neighborhood that the restaurant's in. Mm -hmm. And it's about the characters that would come in. And it was about the relationship to her father who was the chef and, and sort of like irascible in his way.
1: It's a great New York, um, love letter Mm -hmm. without like, you don't need to be here or have lived here to feel the same love when you read the book.
0: No, it feels, um, it, it felt like the type of almost like a radio lab story where you would like get off the freeway <laughs> to listen to it because it's like, I, this is too um, absorbing for me to like be doing anything else other than this. Yeah. Oh, um, that's cool. I just I like that. sat to the, I just sat to the side of my life and like sat and read the rest of it because it was so good. And the <laughs> voice was so welcome. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a, that great sequence where she's just talking about um, a regular from the, from the block. Yeah this one character in her life that she had in her life this whole time and how she saw him and the way that they had a relationship, even though that he, she didn't like agree with how he lived. Right. <laughs> um I don't know. It was a very, very special book and it, also very cool design.
1: Very cool design. She did the design too. She's a graphic designer. Yeah. Um, I got to read her previous her first book. Yeah. uh Mumbai, Mumbai Scranton, Scranton, New, New York. York. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, one of my absolute favorite things I came across and I pressed it into a bunch of hands. Nice. Yeah. All right. You go. Uh I'm going I'm going to cheat a little bit. Okay. I'm
1: going to pick a book that was published in 2017 but it was actually like my first read of 2018.
0: <laughs> okay. The judges will allow it.
1: Be, just because it was it was so good and I regret putting it off for as much of uh 2017 as I did. Mm-hmm. And that's Philip, the first book in Philip Pullman's *The Book of Dust*, *La Belle Sauvage*. Mm. Um, it's it is a as he calls it an equel to the *His Dark Materials* trilogy. Mm-hmm. The it's set a uh, f- ten years or so before the start of the Golden Compass, and it manages to stand on its own. Like you don't actually have to have read *His Dark Materials* to read and enjoy this book. Um, and I actually am nearly finished going back through the trilogy i jumped right into it after reading la belle Sauvage. um it's just so good it's everything that was great about that initial series but he's he's just an even better writer he's thinking about things um in just cool new ways i'm really really excited for the last two books in the trilogy whenever the hell they come out
0: yeah yeah i um You, your effusiveness has made me want to go back and revisit the original series, which I realized I never actually finished as a kid. I, I, I gave up halfway through Seidel Knife.
1: You know, I think there are a lot of folks our age within give or take maybe two years on either side where that is true Mm. because those books were coming out as we were aging up with Harry Potter. Right. Exactly. And so there's a window of time where we were all so committed to Harry Potter that, those books maybe fell to the wayside. That happened with me. I didn't read the third book, the Amber Spyglass, until I was in college, because I had forgotten. Like I got, I got caught up. I wanted I mean, to go back to Hogwarts.
0: How lucky are we that we grew up in this time that like two of the finest fantasy series were coming out? I mean, in a lot of ways, like it's it's a hazard of being a an excited reader that you might come across a series that hasn't finished yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick Rothfuss. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm waiting. <laughs> Ma'am,
1: you keep saying it, and I have that
0: copy of The Name of the Wind,
1: and I just I just want to know maybe when the third book will be out.
0: Yeah, I understand that, but at the same time, it is really fun to be in the group of people that have read it and are waiting, and you can talk about what you might think might happen next. Yeah, that's you know, fair. like that's, right, that's That's fair. really fun. Um, do you, I don't know. I, I, I liked a couple more things, or at least one more thing. What, we want to do like an honorable Let's mention. Let's do an
1: honorable mention. Yeah, sure, go
0: ahead. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, I I mean he does not need my help, um but maybe he he does to the to the over thirty set, um John Green's Turtles All the Way Down was just, it's it's marketed as YA and he's a YA author and the king of the YA authors, um but it's just so much more than whatever you think a YA novel is. Absolutely. And it's just, um, it was a great mystery novel. It was a great sort of what are the kids doing these days novel. <laughs> um, and it was a, it, it, was just a fantastic voice to be in. And I don't know, everything about that book was great. Yeah. It was completely and utterly absorbing. And I, I think that people should read it and maybe... He his influence will make you a kinder person because he's good at that.
1: Oh, I will second that. He's good at spreading Absolutely. kindness. Um, I'll also do a runner-up, uh, which uh, frankly would have been my choice had the Pullman not squeaked in there at the last second. Mm. Uh, Tell me how it ends by Valeria Lucelli, which oh, yeah. I've talked about on this show a lot, but it is that's the essay in forty questions. Mm-hmm. Um, especially as as the immigration issue in this country continues to get even worse and um more labyrinthine and complex this book is just like it's one of those things where everybody in the country should read this book because Mm. it is not trying to sell you on some sort of political issue it is trying to sell you on humanity Mm. and the ways that we can be better to each other
0: interesting i mean it's almost like an answer to that I think it was a slate essay or, or maybe New York times op- op-ed. I can't remember which, but it was, uh, I can't explain to you why you need to be a more compassionate person or yes. something. Or yeah.
1: It definitely feels of a kind with Of that.
0: like answering to that. Like, all right, let me see if I can, Yeah. <laughs> let me see if I can do my best here. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's a, that's a good point. That'd be good.
1: It's short too, man. It's one of the, like, it's, I love a good compact book. I think it's maybe just over a hundred pages.
0: Yeah, that's neat. I like yeah. when that happens too.
1: So it was a good. It was a good year.
0: It was a good year for reading. There was a lot of great things to read, um, as there usually is. Both like things that could help you make sense of our time, and also things to help you escape our time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah.
1: Is there anything you're excited about coming up for 2018 that you well, want to call out?
0: Um, actually, instead of talking about like the swaths of things that are coming out in the new year completely. Why don't we just talk about the tournament for a second here? Oh, sure. And talk about, you know, early front runner for you. I mean the the shortlist for the tournament of books, uh the morning news puts it on every year. Um and we're of course excited for March when it when it finally happens. Uh-huh. But uh we've both done a quite a bit of reading of the stuff that's already out on the on the list of eighteen. Right? Yeah. I'm
1: I was sort of shocked to realize that I had read 10 of 18 which i think is the the best position i've ever been in for like attempting to read the tournament
0: yeah so um so i and i am also very aware of the type of books that on the list that i'll like versus the ones i will not Mm -hmm. now in a way that i maybe wasn't when i was first following the tournament
1: oh yeah sure
0: um and uh and yeah so i'm i i I was so excited to see uh, Rachel Kong's Goodbye Vitamin on the list. Yeah, me Be- too. Because that was one of my favorite reads of last year. It was, um, it was meaningful uh, as far as just like dealing with uh, someone's declining health. Mm-hmm. Um, and the book is sort of like these. Um, if you don't know it, it's it's a journal entries basically. Right. And um, they are small and considered. And thoughtful and funny, and um, time moves interestingly. And it's a great yeah. little um, it's a great little novel. It's it's very short.
1: Yeah, you'll read it in a day or two.
0: And it's just I I highly recommend reading it. I highly recommend listening to our episode with her because she was a great guest. Um, and I don't know, Drew. I that, yeah,
1: I loved that book.
0: Um, what about that, you? Is
1: that your early? That's your the favorite I, going in?
0: I do think that could win. Um it's I think it'll just like charm someone and it will always like take them off guard, even if it goes up against something like huge, like Exit West mm-hmm. or Sing Unburied Sing. Like I think it's the more welcome, warmer read. Yeah, I think so. I think there are a lot
1: of books on the bracket this year that could be those sort of sisters-brothers-esque like Cinderella story where it's the smaller, weirder, more intimate in some way book that goes up against the Titan mm-hmm. and ends up just charming its way into the finals. Um, for me, I think that book is White Tears by Hari Kunzuru. Okay. I read that book uh, last year and it it's so much that I love. It's a music narrative. It's a ghost story. It is dealing with some of the darker parts of American history. Um, but it's just, man, is it, it is also a formal experiment in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really think that book has like, it has the guts to go the distance. Nice. Yeah.
0: Cool. Wow. Yeah. The tournament will be fun this year. It'll be an interesting one.
1: Yeah. The the one thing that I hope doesn't happen, I and don't get me wrong, I adored this book but I don't want it to just be like, well, George Saunders has a novel out and it's on the bracket. So
0: that's the one. Yeah. I yeah. just, Lincoln I don't want it to Bardo. be a walk. Well, Lincoln and the Bardo was an amazing novel though. Oh yeah. And I it's would, very hard. I would hard. be
1: happy if that book won. I just want there to be, I want there to be a challenger.
0: Well, I mean, it is polarizing though. If, if it doesn't work for you, it will never work for you. That's true. That's true. Um, but if it
1: doesn't work for you, did you listen to the audiobook? Yeah. Uh-huh. And the
0: audio book's amazing. Yeah. Um, I often recommend audiobooks to people, but that's one that I'm like I actually think um the that you are have, going to have a better reading experience than if you would just read it. I've heard that, which is interesting
1: it it apparently started out as a play
0: yeah it doesn't that doesn't surprise so, me at all
1: yeah Why don't
0: we actually recommend one book or or talk about one book we're excited about? cool sure um because you did that and i i shot you down but it's a it's it's good to be hopeful
1: do you want to go first or do you want me i've got one i've got one locked and loaded do it there's a new tom rockman book coming out Mm -hmm. uh the The italian teacher yeah i i actually gave a copy of uh, the rise and fall of great powers for christmas this year and was explaining to the recipient that like That book was the first one that you and I attempted to do a podcast episode of. That's one of the, it's one of the pre-zero episodes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just, he's an author who we both really love and he's, he's the kind of author where I don't even need to read the synopsis. I know I'm going to read the book. Right. Um, it's, I don't know, it's set in like the sixties An Italian teacher is involved. That is all that I know.
0: Yeah. That's about how much I would want to know. Yeah. Right. Before I would hop in.
1: Uh so that's that's one I'm really excited about. I think that comes out in late March, early April.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about you? Um, I am going to just I, I know that we're both crazy excited for this book. Um, Marisha Pessel's Never World Wait. Oh yes. It's due out this summer. It's her YA novel, but it also sounds like a sort of like thematic follow-up to special topics in calamity Physics, because it is a campus novel it seems like mm-hmm. it also seems like maybe her take on a secret history type of thing i have no idea
1: but with like some kind of supernatural like yeah. actual fantasy supernatural twist
0: yes so whatever is she's up to i am excited about what what she has in store for us me too so um, that's due out in this summer but maybe maybe we can use some so many damn books magic and find a way to get early copies or something oh like man. that's how excited i am
1: i sure hope so
0: um, but man, I'm excited for so much this year Yeah, there's going to be a lot of cool stuff A lot of cool stuff Even on the show, we have Catherine Faw coming up mm-hmm. She wrote Ultra Luminous um, And we read Sweet Days of Discipline If you're uh, by Fleur, Fleur uh, Jegi, Yes um, Which was an awesome campus novel, by the way uh, I'm also really excited about um, Rachel Lyon's book which I've had the good fortune of reading already. Oh, yeah. Self portrait with boy that comes out in February and we're also going to have her on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what other stuff we've got a lot of cool things coming down. We
1: have a, we have a couple of books coming out this year from former guests too, which is exciting. Megan Abbott has a new one. Laura Vandenberg has a new one. Mm. Um, not a former guest of the show, but apparently Gary Steingart has a new novel coming out.
0: Oh, it's been a long time since a novel from him. Indeed. Wow. Uh,
1: so perhaps he can be a future guest of the show.
0: Yeah. Uh, Gary. <laughs> this is our, <laughs> this is our cry our to you. Come on the show, buddy.
1: Um, but all of the books that come out this year that are exciting, and even some ones that aren't, mm. we will be here. We will talk about them.
0: We are uh, here every other Tuesday. Yep. And... uh we are so excited to have you along with us.
1: Yeah, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon.
0: Yeah, bye. Bye.